before we delve into this week's topic, a quick correction from last week's episode. Last week, I had announced that for this episode, we will be talking with SGA President Elizabeth Lilly and SGA Executive Board Member Isabella Sancinelli concerning the college's decision to make the institution a four-year residential campus. But that episode is actually scheduled for the following week, on March 17th. My apologies for the confusion and inconvenience. And now, on with the show. On January 13th, amid discussions concerning opening the Washington College campus for the 2020-2021 spring semester, as well as what aspects of on-campus life will be returning to students, the Washington College Contingency Planning Group online forum engaged in answering questions regarding online classes and instruction, dorm rooms, and the upcoming 2021 graduation commencement. When discussing athletics, plans have been enacted to schedule a competitive spring seasons for sports this year. After the Centennial Conference President's Council canceled fall and winter sports, championships, and conferences earlier this academic year, with practices to start on February 1st, rosters announced on February 15th, and competitions to happen later this March or at the latest early April. Now, with the campus reporting a green alert level, it appears that we as a campus are moving in the right direction. And with the continuation of improvements and observing COVID-19 safety requirements, it appears that a return to normalcy is on the horizon. Today, I will be talking with Director of the Washington College Athletics Department, Thaddeus Moore, on how the COVID-19 pandemic has impacted student athletics, what adjustments and readjustments have been made to protect athletes and other members of the department, and future plans to continue upholding these safety protocols in anticipation for that awaited return to normalcy. I'm your host, Olivia Montez, and this is Washington College Weekly. My guest today is Washington College Director of Athletics, Thaddeus Moore. Thad, welcome and thank you for being with us today. So my first question is, how would you describe your position and your roles as the Director of Athletics at Washington College? I think the role of athletic director, or at least my perception and take on it, is I'm a facilitator. So it's my job to make sure that I give our coaches and our student athletes the things that they need to have a very positive athletic experience. And so that comes from obviously equipment purchases, but to me, it's almost to really take home the experience, the student athlete experiences. We have a promise here that we will give our student athletes a first class athletic experience. We'll teach them valuable life lessons and offer them a lifetime of personal engagement. To me, that's the most important thing, that personal engagement where we want them to be part of our family, not for just the four years that they're here, but for their entire life. We want them to always feel comfortable and feel as though they're welcomed at Washington College and in the athletic department. So how would you describe the impact the COVID-19 pandemic has had on the athletic department here on campus? Obviously, it significantly affected the athletic department when we had to furlough some of our assistant coaches. So that was a significant impact on us. A lot of the student athletes, that's a significant part of their identity. They're students, but they're also athletes. And they embrace that role and and have that taken away from them so unexpectedly. I think for the, the spring athletes this time last year, literally we're coming up on the year when we had to shut down. Just to have it taken from them that quickly, I think... The fall athletes, you could see the writing on the wall leading into the fall, so it it was a little easier, but it's still not easy to lose a season of competition, even though the NCAA came in and I, I truly believe did the right thing. They gave them a year of eligibility back. It's not very practical and not very often that you see Division III athletes 
take advantage of that. So there's not many. If we had a master's program, we could potentially have more that would stick around for that additional year of eligibility. But it significantly affects them. And obviously, and to your point, when we were talking offline, the virtual learning experience is it's tough and it presents challenges that none of us were really prepared for. I'm a father of three and I have one in fifth, one in third grade. And to talk about trying to teach them virtually, it's a challenge for everybody. And I think the good thing that we were able to do in the fall is we were able to practice at, on a limited basis with our student athletes that were here to kind of help them get back to some sense of normalcy for them. And they reported that it was a tremendous benefit to them. And then with just today, us being able to announce as a conference that we're going to be able to compete at at a conference level as long as we maintain our parameters that all the conference schools agreed upon, our athletes are elated. I've had coaches come in and say, oh, Thad, you don't understand how happy we are. It's great, but at the same time, it's just another small step to getting back to normal and getting them back into their normal routine and to honestly to get our athletic department back to their normal routine where we're able to compete, but we're also back to fully staffed. We're back to being able to recruit the way we need to recruit to be successful. That's the biggest impact I think that we had as a department when we had to furlough some of our assistant coaches. You're reducing your recruiting power by half because you have one less person. And that's significant. We bring in about 35 to 38% of the freshman class every year. So that was probably for the department as a whole. That was the biggest challenge that we faced in the fall. Department-wide, student-athlete-wise, obviously, it was a lack of competition and practice. So since the start of this academic year, there have been a series of changes that have been made throughout all departments and fields on campus designed to abide by COVID-19 safety protocols which include the Centennial Conference President's Council canceling scheduled fall and winter sports championships and conferences, including that for men's and women's basketball, field hockey, men's and women's soccer, and men's and women's swimming. In addition to this, what other adjustments or readjustments have been made in the WAC Athletics Department since then to protect students and student-athletes alike? I think the biggest thing is the amount of testing that we're going to be doing this spring once we start competing. Um, our student athletes are going to be tested twice a week in addition to so every week starting and we're starting March 15th is when we're going to roll this out. Every spring student athlete that's competing, they'll get one PCR test and one antigen test every single week. And the antigen test will occur 24 hours before their contest. And if that test would test positive, they're obviously they're not going to compete. They're pulled off, and then they'll get a follow-up PCR test just to make sure we don't have any false positives. So that's a significant increase in the number of testing. That's been agreed to conference-wide. So when we're competing against conference opponents, the great thing about having a conference is you can all agree to minimum standards. But these minimum standards are significantly more than what the NCAA recommendations were. The NCAA recommended as a baseline, again, their guidelines are baselines, but for intermediate risk sports, which is all of our spring sports are classified as intermediate, they recommended only testing between 25 and 50% of your student athletes once every two weeks. And then if you couldn't socially distance on a bus, so just imagine a 56 passenger bus. So basically if you want to put 56 people on that bus, then you would need to have a PCR test 72 hours prior or an antigen test 24 hours prior. That was their minimum. 
So not only are we not doing 25 to 50, we're doing 100% of our student athletes every single week, and they're getting two tests a week. So does that ensure guaranteed 100% safety? No. And we're going in with our eyes wide open, knowing that there may be times where we have to pull back or not travel due to our current levels amongst the teams. So briefly backtracking to the contingency planning group online form on January 13th, a brief timeline was illustrated that the department did have plans for a competitive spring 2021 season with competition scheduled to happen by late March or early April. Considering that we are now past the first few weeks of March and beginning to show signs of a green campus alert level on campus, do you believe that a spring competition is still an achievable goal? I do. And I think, as a matter of fact, we're having some competitions tomorrow. So I think 100% agree we can do it. I wish I could say without a doubt in my mind, we're going to be able to compete in every single game that we have scheduled. I think that's foolish. I'm hopefully optimistic. What I am confident in is the plan that we have in place gives us the best chance to be successful in competing throughout the semester, knowing full well that there's going to be some times where we have to pull back here, adjust there and do it all based on what's best for the entire campus community, not based on what's best for the athletic. It's again, it's the Washington College community and what's best for them is first. And then we incorporate the athletic portion of it. And again, I think we have done everything that we possibly can do to ensure that we are doing it as safe as we possibly can. Yes, I think I share your optimism. I think we're all hopefully optimistic that the fall will get back to more of a resemblance of what we used to remember normal to be. And I think it's kind of incremental. So this past fall, we were able to start practicing and getting our student athletes back and involved. And this spring, we took another step toward normalcy where we're able to compete a little bit and start doing some different things in a truncated season. So hopefully, if logic has any say in all of this, next fall, we'll be able to take another step forward to normalcy and be able to play like we normally do with some constraints. I'm sure there's still going to be some testing components. I'm sure there still might be a limited capacity on travels and also potentially even in the dorms. So I think there's going to be some restrictions that we have to adjust to, but hopefully it'll be far less restrictive. And again, I think at the end of the day, the bottom line is we let safety be our guide. Yes, I think I share your optimism. I think we're all hopefully optimistic that the fall will get back to more of a resemblance of what we used to remember normal to be. And I think it's kind of incremental. So this past fall, we were able to start practicing and getting our student athletes back and involved. And this spring, we took another step toward normalcy where we're able to compete a little bit and start doing some different things in a truncated season. So hopefully, if logic has any say in all of this, next fall, we'll be able to take another step forward to normalcy and be able to play like we normally do with some constraints. I'm sure there's still going to be some testing components. I'm sure there still might be a limited capacity on travels and also potentially even in the dorms. So I think there's going to be some restrictions that we have to adjust to, but hopefully it'll be far less restrictive. And again, I think at the end of the day, the bottom line is we let safety be our guide. Well, Thad, thank you so much for being with us today. We appreciate it. Sure. Thank you so much. Take care.
While no spectators are allowed to attend these upcoming games as of now, Goose Nation TV will be available for viewers to watch. Post spring break reevaluation, as well as consistent updates from now until then, will determine the safety status and possibility of when the campus community can watch games in person once more. For fitness and recreation for the rest of the campus community, the Johnson Fitness Center cardio and weight rooms are still open to students, which, since its announcement of reopening on January 29th, has been split into two separate rooms throughout the entirety of the spring semester. Students can only access these rooms via reservation through the Sign Up Genius link under the names JFC Cardio and JFC Weight, respectively. Students will also be required to abide by both mandated COVID-19 safety protocols and other conditions set up by the JFC, including, but not limited to, self-quarantining for two weeks and being approved by the health center, using your selected room for no more than 60 minutes at a time, wearing masks at all times, and using spraying and wiping down your own equipment after use. If you have any questions regarding these or any other upcoming changes, be sure to contact Director of Strength and Conditioning, Nicholas Triano. This has been Washington College Weekly. I am your host, Olivia Montez, and I will see you next week. <music>